The Giants stay alive. They defeat the Washington Commanders 14-7 at MetLife Stadium. Snapping a four-game losing streak, this was a game the Giants absolutely had to have. If you want to have any chance of making something out of this season, you had to win this game. And, you know, you look back at that Buffalo game last week and the Bills have lost, you know, this week lost to the New England Patriots. So uh, not that that changes like the feeling of last week, but just it kind of reinforces the missed opportunity that really was there. I mean, the Giants really could have won that game, as we know, but I digress. The defense was sensational today. They were in Sam Howell's face all day long. The Giants really should have won by more than seven, but a couple of key turnovers, a couple of missed opportunities, which we'll talk about, but the Giants sacked Sam Howell six times and two sacks by Dexter Lawrence, one and a half sacks for Kayvon Thibodeau. You get one sack from Jason Pinnock, one sack from Leonard Williams, and a half sack from Michael McFadden comes out to six. So they, I mean, Hal just didn't have much time to really do anything. Wink Martindale dialed up the blitz. And so now, you know, Washington drops to three and four. So the Giants are a game behind Washington. And you have this one as well. They'll be playing in D.C., I think, in probably maybe four weeks, in, in maybe four weeks' time, something like that. It's not in the too distant future that the second game against Washington will occur. But Tyrod Taylor starting for the Giants, did a nice job again. He he goes 18 for 29, throws 279 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Tyrod Taylor um, has been able to move this offense, and I think next week versus the Jets, I would expect Tyrod Taylor to be the starter. Now, that has a lot to do with Daniel Jones being hurt. So, A, it seems like he's getting close, but still not no contact still. I just think the smart move... While Tyrod Taylor's playing well, look, Daniel Jones is still the starting quarterback, but Tyrod Taylor has done a really nice job, and I am predicting that he will be the starter versus the Jets. Could I be wrong? Sure. But I think that based on his effectiveness and plus the the injury to Jones being that neck injury, and like I said, when it happened against Miami, this is going to be one that's going to keep him out for a bit. That's just the way I saw it then, and I still kind of do believe that. But like, but he Daniel Jones will be back. This won't be a season ender. All the, it doesn't seem like that's the case, barring something unforeseen. But Tyrod Taylor has shown some nice chemistry, whether that be with Jalen Hyatt or Darren Waller. It just seems like he is operating the offense at a nice pace, hanging in there, not taking too many sacks. He got sacked four times today, a couple by Chase Young, and hey, the offensive line uh, also just. Making it work, making it work somehow. Justin Pugh is the left tackle and was so again today. Left guard is Marcus McKeithen, center Ben Bredesen, right guard Mark Lewinsky, and right tackle today was Tyree Phillips. So Tyree Phillips um, was signed back off the Eagles practice squad. Tyree Phillips, you'll remember him from last season, got a good amount of run. He was a surprise cut, and you know, but he's back. And he started today because Evan Neal was out with, I believe it was an ankle. It was either an ankle or a knee. I think an ankle injury for Evan Neal. Doesn't seem to be overly serious, but he was out. Shane Lemieux got hurt. I want to say, in I think it was a practice injury. And it sounds like he could be out for the season. Josh Azudu 
was placed on IR, and that's going to be a longer-term injury. That was a toe injury. So there's not a whole lot there, like, backing up those five that I just mentioned, right? Like, today, in terms of who was healthy, Jalen Mayfield, I think, was elevated from the practice squad. So he's one of the guys, and I'm sure I'm forgetting someone as well, but, like, it's thin. The good news is it does sound like Andrew Thomas might return next week. And so with that in mind, that always increases the the chances of Daniel Jones returning. Like, that's the smart move. Once Andrew Thomas comes back, then you open the possibility for Daniel Jones with this neck injury to come back. So maybe that's twofold, I suppose. But either way, keeping it individual to Andrew Thomas would be really nice to have him back next week against, you know, obviously a really fearsome Jets front really seven, but, you know, that defensive line is very good, just as this Washington Commanders. I mean, the best part of, of um, the Commanders' defense is what they can do with Chase Young, uh, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne. It's, um, you know, it, it's impressive, but their secondary isn't so good, and the Giants did take advantage of that. But trying to think of some of the other injuries here, um, I think that, well, a big one is Adore Jackson. So, Speaking last week in the Bill episode, I'm I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty certain that Adore Jackson did return in that game. But either way, he was out this week. Uh, and so the Giants did a really good job. But uh, Deontay Banks, we haven't really talked about him enough. You know, as a rookie corner, has really done a very, very nice job. He, and he actually had his first interception of his career today. So that was good, too. So Deontay Banks has really stepped up. So with Jackson out, Trey Hawkins, we saw a lot more of him. Um, and yeah, like eventually Terry McLaurin did get going, but the Giants held him down for a while. They did. I feel like in the second half is when McLaurin started to erupt. But the Giants were stopping the run game, as was Washington. The Giant run game isn't really all that good. But I'm trying to think if there was any other, because there's so many injuries, but I think... I think those are basically the main ones that were covered. Of of course, you know, there's other guys that are still hurt that aren't on IR. So Azudu is, Lemieux is, but like even a guy like Matt Parrott is is not on the IR, but he's injured. John Michael Schmitz as well. And of course, Andrew Thomas. So like I said, I was on the verge, on the verge of like saying, hey, but, you know, I didn't. Been saying, hey, like maybe it's better off for the Giants to lose games, but didn't go there. Thought about it, but going to this game, I can honestly say, was wholeheartedly rooting for the Giants, wanted them to win this because, look, the fact of the matter is, is that there's still a lot of season to go. It was encouraging last week, and if look, if you lost this game though, season would have been over. Honestly, like losing to Washington and having them propel potentially to four and three, and the Giants dropping to one and six. You, even the most optimistic fan, couldn't have said anything about that. Look, the Giants' chances of making the playoffs are still a long shot. And I think as time moves on, and if the Giants win games, we'll get more into it. But realistically, there's really only one spot up for grabs. I I think you're going to get the Cowboys. Let's just say the Eagles and Niners win their division. Cowboys and Seahawks, I think, are looking pretty good to get those first two wildcard spots. It just leaves you at one, which legitimately is wide open. That is a legitimately wide open spot, but there's a lot of teams you're in competition with. There's a long way to go to get that to happen, but hey, this was a win that was needed if you are amongst the fans that believes that this team you know, has a chance to turn it around. So the Giants' first half was very, very good. This really could have been... 
Like my tone could have been even different. It ended up it ended up becoming ugly. But the but the defense stayed strong basically the whole way through. Like the seven points that Washington had was and, and we'll we'll get into that right now. There was three bad plays that really almost cost the Giants the game. Stor- Sterling Shepard, who became the punt returner because Eric Gray, who A, muffed a punt, but the Giants recovered it, and then he got hurt. I think it was a calf injury. Again, Eric Gray should not be returning kicks or punts, like, for many reasons. He just shouldn't be. So that's the first thing. So Sterling Shepard replaces him. But Shepard, he muffs a punt as well on a fair catch, and the commanders recover it, and then they score their one touchdown. Also, Kayvon Thibodeau, with an easy, easy, easy chance for, at the very least, an interception that gets you to goal to goal to go, or, more likely, a pick six. It was, no one was near him, ball is in the air, easy to catch, and he drops it. So, a missed opportunity for what would have been a game-changing play. And then Saquon Barkley, with, with the chance of the Giants to ice it, Saquon with a really bad fumble. So, a lot of things happened here. The Giants kept Washington in the game. When you look at the stats, Giants were better. Um, No doubt about that. And the big one that stands out is Washington was 1 for 15 on third downs. I mean, the the Giant defense was great today. And that's the thing, too, that I got to bring up. Uh, Just, hey, the Giants don't do well versus the Eagles and the Cowboys. They sure as hell do well against the Washington Commanders. Like, that's the one. I mean, in the division. That's, that's advantage Giants. It just has been. We'll see what happens in that game in, in Washington, right? Giants could easily lose it, but the point is, I think if you're a Commander fan, you kind of know, like, the Giants do have their number. So, total yards, 356 to 273 in favor of the Giants. Um, time of possession was about even. A little bit of an edge to Washington. A lot more penalties taken by the Commanders. The Commanders win the turnover, turnover battle 2-1. to one. But, like, again, it was just, you look at the stat lines of Sam Howell to Tyrod Taylor, and Taylor's is just better. Simply put, more deep play, you know, more, um, again, the Jalen Hyatt big plays were huge. I mean, one being a 42-yard reception, the other one for 33. So that was gigantic. And just, hey, two touchdowns, no picks for Tyrod. Um, and Sam Howell got sacked a lot. Howell just, he didn't look good to me. Um, didn't look impressive at all. Any other stats that pop out? Again, Darren Waller, seven catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. Really good game for him. Um, you know, Saquon, like, again, like, Saquon, the best thing he did was he had a nice touchdown reception. That was a 32-yard touchdown catch for Saquon. That was really his most impactful play. Look, does it help having Saquon in there? Of course, over the breeders of the world and whoever else. Of course, it's an upgrade and a major one at that. But Saquon, it's just it's been tough sledding in the run game for the Giants and for Saquon since he's returned from injury. So let's start it out. Uh, Giants go three. I mean, really bad first drive for the Giants. They go three and out. But then Washington does as well, including a sack between Micah McFadden and Dexter Lawrence. So a nice job there. Then you get the muff pump by Eric Gray. That's recovered by Nick McLeod, luckily. That could have been a disaster and didn't look good when it was happening, but luckily the Giants do recover. Then the Giants have a drive that was looking promising. Mainly a Jalen Hyatt 33-yard catch set this up. But then 
You do get a couple of nice runs by Saquon Barkley, but then the drive stalls. At second and four, they go with a two-yard run for Burita, which I didn't love that play call. Then third and two, a tough Tyrod to Hyatt play that just didn't... Hyatt almost made the catch, but it just wasn't a a high-probability conversion. And so it leads to Graham Gano. It it was a little bit windy, for sure. Probably more than a little bit windy, and Gano misses. So it's kind of karma for just not good play calling, but Graham Gano usually bails the Giants out. He doesn't this time. He misses a 42-yard field goal wide right, so a rare miss for Gano against his former team. But the Giant defense keeps on humming. And so Washington goes 3-9 on the next drive. The Giants do as well. So the Giant offense really you know, sputtering in the, in the first quarter. Washington does get their first, uh, gets their first first down, a 18-yard completion from Howell to Curtis Samuel, but then the Giant defense gets back to work, and Leonard Williams gets a really key third down sack. So now the Giants get the ball. It's still in the first quarter, and this is an eight-play, 88-yard drive, and the the streak is over as far as no offensive touchdowns since the third quarter of Week Three, and this is their first offensive touchdown and first touchdown at home this season. Only the third game, they had played most of their game. They had played four of their six games in the row going into this, but still, in the Cowboy game and the Seahawks game, no touchdowns. They finally get it here. And a nice play. It was the only play of the game really made by Wondell Robinson was a nice 22-yard catch, and he showed some nice wiggle and some good burst. Uh, Darius Slayton then with a nice 22-yard catch. Darren Waller for 13. Tyrod Taylor scrambles for 20. And you get to a spot where you end up with third and goal at the 15 due to a, a Justin Pugh holding penalty. Um, so they're in a tough spot, but it works. Third and goal at the 15, Tyrod Taylor to Darren Waller. So Darren Waller with his first touchdown as a giant um, and a nice play. And it really had you thinking like, damn, that Taylor to Waller try against the Bills, like that really could have and should have worked. Bills got away with a penalty there, but this was p- perfectly placed by Taylor. In, you know, Waller has, you know, really the radius to catch something. I mean, he is big, you know, a lot of the times bigger and taller than his defenders, and he reaches up and grabs it for a touchdown. So the Giants take a 7-0 lead. Then the next drive, you get another third down sack, this time by Jason Pinnock. But the Giants then do go three and out. And Washington gets the ball back. They do get a first down on a Sam Howell scramble. But then on second and two at their own 43, down by seven, Sam Howell is picked off by Deontay Banks. It's Banks' first interception of his young career. Again, got to like what you've seen from him through seven games. He has flown under the radar, but as a quarterback, that's a good thing. And then the Giants, two plays and a touchdown. First, Taylor to Waller for 16 yards to the Washington 32, and then Tyra Taylor to Saquon Barkley. Really nice play by Saquon. Taylor finds him, and Saquon does the rest. It was more of a catch and run than anything. And so Saquon gets in the end zone. Giants take a 14-0 lead. They would not score again, though. And so that's unfortunate. That's kind of typical Giants. And it's too bad because the offense was looking good, but the defense continues to play great. And what happens here is it's another three and out for Washington. So now the Giants get the ball back, but their offense doesn't do too much. The first play was good. Waller with a 27-yard catch, but then Taylor gets sacked for a big loss by Chase Young. And ultimately, the Giants punted away. But then Washington themselves, another third down sack, bringing the house, and it's Dexter Lawrence again in Sam Howell's face. And so 
the Giants from there. There was an opportunity to maybe score some points at the two-minute warning, but Tyrod Taylor sacked again by Chase Young, takes the Giants out of field goal range, and ultimately, Kayvon Thibodeau gets a sack uh, late in that first half. The Giants are leading 14-0 at half. And to make things better, it's a three and a half for Washington on their first drive. However, on the punt, Sterling Shefford muffs the punt. And it's recovered by Washington at the Giant 21. So the crowd who, who was into it and feeling good, all of a sudden, you could hear a pin drop. And sure enough, Washington gets their one score of the game. And it was completed. And there was a fourth down conversion. A fourth and one from Sam Howell to Jahan Dotson for eight yards to the Giant 4. But it's Brian Robinson who finishes it off. A four-yard touchdown run makes it 14-7. Then a lot of exchanging of punts. A lot of that going on here. Um, yeah, Giants end up with a fourth and one at a, you know, at their own 45 and they smartly, I mean, you had to punt in that spot. You just did. No, I I agree with that. Considering how poor the Washington offense had been. Then an intentional grounding by Sam Howell kind of throws things off for them. So they punted away. Then the Giants go three and out, uh, again, falling one yard short of, uh, you know, of a first down. It's a fourth and one punt deep, you know. Uh, at their own 29. Then the Commanders, they have their own issues, and so they are led to punting away. A false start kind of fucked them up. And then the Giants, again, they go three and out. So, you know, again, just back and forth. Giant defense doing a good job. Giant offense slowing down. And then Washington puts together a nice drive. Um, And and it's a Terry McLaurin 27-yard catch down the sideline and then an unnecessary roughness penalty on Xavier McKinney. Didn't totally agree with this call, but I understand why it was made. And so now the ball is in Giant territory. But... um, And a big play at the end of the third quarter. A third and nine heave from Sam Howell to Terry McLaurin. And it's a 31-yard catch. Um, so, you know, now that now you're not feeling so good going into the fourth quarter. However, fourth and three at the Giant 9, and Ron Rivera decides to take the field goal. I thought they might go for this. Down set, plenty of time left, but I thought they might go for this. They don't, and sure enough, a 27-yard field goal is blo- by Joey Sly is blocked by Leonard Williams. So can't say I really expected that, but, hey, um, <coughs> who would have thought? considering the fact that they were deep in the giant territory at the nine and they missed a 27-yard field goal. Good job by Leonard Williams, who had a really good game. Now the Giants have a chance to ice things, and this was actually a nice drive. And, you know, a a key was a legal contact on uh, Jamon Davis. Um, So this could have been a three and out for the Giants, but the drive extends then you get a third down conversion from Taylor to Barkley. That was a nice seven-yard play right there. And then again, Taylor to Hyatt, 42-yard catch, where Hyatt is able to stay in bounds. Just a really nice pass, a really nice catch. Washington challenged it, but it was unsuccessful. The call on the field stands, and it puts the Giants in good position. They get it to first and goal at the 10, and Saquon Barkley does a really bad job. A, the run wasn't good. It was a three-yard run, kind of just runs into the line. To me, there was some space to kind of go. And he gets the ball ripped out of his hands. Payne rips it out and recovers it. And Saquon Barkley, that's a bad job. Because all you really needed there was three points, even. And you would have been kind of good to go. Instead, Washington gets the ball back down seven. And Washington is able to move the ball. Kind of slowly and methodically. Let's put it that way. Um, they get it into giant territory. Like I said, not too many, not too many third down conversions really at all. Um, 
we get to the two-minute warning. It's fourth and one at the Giant 18, and Terry McLaurin has a six-yard catch. So now it's at the Giant 12. Ultimately, it ends up being a fourth and five at the Giant 7. And there were some close calls, but the Giants had, you know, they were in good position. And ultimately, Sam Howell, who was chased by Isaiah Simmons, nice pressure by Simmons, has to run out, tries to find Jahan Dodson, but some good, you know, Jason Pennock was on him, incomplete, and the Giants win the game 14 to 7. So it got a little bit too interesting at the end. It's kind of a classic Giant win. Good defense, kind of did what they had to do, and they beat the Washington Commanders. I feel like I've seen games like this before. Uh, and so the Giants are 2-5. and five. And next week, they will take on the New York Jets, who are 3-3. Three and three. So the Jets, you know, coming off of two straight wins, they're coming off their bye week. So they'll be fresh and ready. It'll be Zach Wilson. I think versus Tyrod Taylor. Expect this to be low scoring. But yeah, it, now, I mean, there's a little bit of juice here. Whereas if you you know look back a couple weeks ago, this game was going to seem like a total nothing burger. But now there's a little more, more so for the Jets. But hey, for the Giants, the schedule is lightening up. But they've their margin for error is so, so thin that the Giants really do need to win this game, of course, to keep things moving along. You lose to the Jets, all of a sudden the thought process really changes um, and, I, and I think you're starting to really think about next year more than you'd want. But again, at least you have this. Uh, the fans will be into it. It's not what we thought, right? It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not even Daniel Jones. I don't think it'll be. And if it is, it might be somewhat of a compromise, Daniel Jones. We'll, we'll find out what they do this week. But again, this should be, this should be a fun one. It, it always is between these two. So again... The Giants get off the schneid. They snap the four-game losing streak. They get a much-needed win against a division rival. They beat the Washington Commanders by a score of 14-7. to 7.